I feel compelled to share these things about money with you. I trust and hope that they will be eye-opening and will make a difference. So that's where we're headed in today's episode of Live Your Yes Life. This is a podcast where we share channel thoughts, discussions, and interviews on what it takes to go from dreaming and wishing to actively living your yes life. My name is Kayla Jetta. I am one of the co-founders of Rise Leadership Circle, where along with my mom, who is my partner in all things life and business, we run our company together and bring this podcast to you. Okay, so today I'm doing something a little different. If you follow me on Facebook, and if you don't, I would love to invite you to come and be my friend on Facebook and make sure that you're in our Facebook group, Live Your Yes Life. So if you've been following me along on Facebook, you've noticed that every day so far this year, I have put up a post and I label it with whatever day we are in the year. So if, you know, it's January 25th, it says day 25. On February 1st, it will say day 32 because it's the 32nd day of the year. So I've been sharing these posts and it's creating a lot of conversation, a lot of buzz. And there are two things that I have written that I feel compelled to bring to life in more than just this one post. I'm recording this a couple weeks before this airs. And so when I'm recording this, I've shared one of these posts today and I also wrote the other one that I'm going to share tomorrow. And what I'm gonna do today, this isn't normally how, how we run our podcast, but I'm actually going to read them to you. As I was writing them last night, I just felt incredibly compelled to give these a voice. And already just from the first post that I'm sharing today, I'm getting comments and messages with people letting me know how eye-opening this is, how impactful it is, how powerful it is to think about money in this way. And so I want to be able to share this with you as well. And just one kind of sidebar that I wanted to mention is sometimes I get asked like, how do you come up with the ideas for your post? Or how do you create this? And I've got to tell you my friends that it really is a divine download. I think it works different for me than it might work for a lot of people. Often, this might seem a little strange to you, but it's my it's my truth, it's my experience, so I'm gonna share for you. Often what happens is I'll just be moving through my day and I start hearing kind of the first line again and again. And it won't really quit, it wasn't really let up until I pull out my notebook or the notes up on my phone and start writing. And once I start, I just channel the rest. It just comes through. I'm not consciously thinking about it. It just comes through and I really don't edit. For the most part, I just hit publish or I'll save it in my journal or my notes app until the day that it feels ready to share this. Okay, so here we go. These are two channel posts that I wanna share with you. This is the first one. I used to think that I couldn't afford the things that I wanted. I often would find myself saying, it's just not in my budget right now, which was a complete lie. I was so broke, I didn't even have a budget. The list of things I wanted to do, experiences that I wanted to have, places that I wanted to go, and clothes that I wanted to buy was a mile long. If somebody asked me to do something, I would say, I can't afford it, or I just don't have the extra money right now, or I need to make sure that my bills are covered first. But it's rare that I utter those words anymore. I decided to afford what I wanted. So I'm gonna let y'all in on a little secret. The decision to afford things always comes before the money. I know that this might feel scratchy to hear, but consider that it's a gift wrapped in sandpaper. When we say, I can't afford it, 
what we're actually saying is, I'm choosing not to make the funds available for this. And that is not a bad thing. We get to choose what we make the funds available for and what we don't. There are plenty of things that I decide not to make funds available for. Not because I can't afford it, because I decide that I'm not going to send my money there. And believe me, there are many more things that I do make my funds available for. <laughs> Much to the shake of my husband's head when he sees me coming in with another piece of vintage furniture. When we say, I can't afford it, we are giving money the power. We are saying, money is my boss. If it's there, I'll spend it. If it's not, I can't. But no ma'am, not in my house. I am money's boss. I tell money when to come, where to go, when to take a knee and when to sprint because I feel that I need, insert whatever item I'm currently obsessing over here. If I want something, I create access to the money for it. Money is not a limited resource. It's not lacking and it's not hiding. I decide and money follows. This is how it works for everyone. Consider that you are special, but you are not so special that money is allergic to you. You don't have cooties and money knows that. But do you know that money doesn't have cooties either? In fact, money wants to come to the party. It is waiting for you to call. It's just that you have to make the first move because she's coy like that. I want women to have the things that they want. I know that sometimes that means we'll have to leverage our resources. I do not believe that we need to have any shame or guilt around debt. And I also don't believe that women need to rack up debt to have things. If we are putting everything on a credit card with no intentions to swiftly pay it, we're going to have a disempowered relationship with money, which is honestly no fun for anyone. But when we utilize a resource, sometimes like a credit card, to get us access to something that is going to move us forward with 100% belief, commitment, and action plan and support to make even more than what we leveraged, then we get ahead. And I want women to get ahead, not be broke and feel stifled by debt. Sometimes I buy things with the extra money floating around in my bank accounts. This was a wonder experience that I got to have once I decided to have it for myself. Sometimes I charge that puppy right onto my Amex and then I go home, create the money, immediately pay it off and enjoy a first class fight on my next Delta flight thanks to my points. I can afford anything I want. Remember, afford equals I decide if I want to create access to the money or not. This is where all of the power is, my friends. When you fully embrace that you are the one who gets to decide what you make the funds available for or not, you are in the driver's seat. One more thing. In order to be able to decide that I was going to afford something or not, I first had to do the inner work of knowing and embodying that I was deserving of my desire. That was really the iceberg beneath the surface that I never even knew existed. If even a part of me subconsciously believes that I don't deserve it, I'm not gonna go through all the drama of deciding to have it. It's just easier to think that I can't. If you're struggling with the idea of deciding to afford something, the place to start is deciding that you deserve it. Not knowing that you deserve it, deciding that you do. There is a difference. And this is the work that Lisa and I do with our clients every day, and we'd love to help you too. Before I read you the second post that I have written, I want to remind you and invite you to join us in our free Facebook group. Same name as this podcast, it's called Live Your Yes Life. 
We release new podcast episodes every Tuesday. And in our Facebook group, Live Your Yes Life, every third day, we do a Facebook Live Q&A on the podcast episode for the week. So if this post gives you any kind of feels or brings any questions up for you, I would love to invite you to come into the Facebook group, share with me what's coming up for you, and join me on the live so we can have a conversation about it. Okay, now I want to share with you a second post that I wrote. And when I'm recording this, I haven't shared it publicly yet, but I have the sense that it's going to generate also a lot of conversations. Here we go. 10 days before we were set to close on our gorgeous lake house, my realtor called me and said she was surprised to hear that the appraisal came back $11,000 under the asking price. She explained that this meant that the bank would be needing us to bring an additional $11,000 with us to closing in addition to our already sizable down payment. What do you wanna do, she asked. Without skipping a beat, I said, we'll pay it. I got the sense that she was a little caught off guard with my immediate willingness to cough up the cash. $11,000 isn't just a drop in the bucket, but for me it was. The life I was already creating in my mind for myself and my family, taking place on the sacred land that my ancestors rest in just next door to this property, was so close I could taste it. There was no way that I was letting $11,000 stop me. I didn't even need a moment to think. I immediately saw myself years in the future, never once wishing that I hadn't spent that money. Back to reality. I needed an extra $11,000 in 10 days. I told my realtor it was a go and I hadn't even talked to my husband, Tom. Edit, side note, because I knew I didn't need to. We trust each other. I'm empowered to make decisions like this just as he is. Plus, if he ended up having any beef, I believed in myself enough to create the money on my own. I knew that Tom would trust me and I knew that I trusted me too. So in May, we were looking for land to build our dream house on. Our plan was to buy the land, put up a garage with an apartment we could stay in and later rent out on top, pay off the land and keep saving money to build the house of our dreams. We had a three to five year plan. But by June, just one month later, we were buying a whole ass house because it was exactly what we wanted, where we wanted it, and it was ready for us now. Sometimes the divine timing comes much sooner than you are expecting. So we were already gathering all of our dollars to shift gears from just making a small down payment on land only to now a much bigger down payment on a house, a larger monthly payment, furniture, and utilities. Oh. And when we put the offer on this house, our plan was that in six months, we would live there full time and rent out our current residence in Wisconsin for income. But since then, we had decided to keep both as primary residences that we would live between. <laughs> Are you sweating yet? Also, we were not even back a week, an 18 day trip to London and Africa, where honestly, we had spent a small fortune on a five-star luxury experience, which was booked long before we knew we were buying a house when my realtor called. And now I needed $11,000 more. This was my chance to walk my talk. Rather than sinking into a pit of despair, I put on my lipstick and centered myself into this knowing. I am divinely held and provided for. Things I view as challenges are actually opportunities from God to embrace a deeper version of myself. I am only given bills that I have more than enough financial abundance to cover. If this request for money is here, it is a signal that money is on its way to me. My job is to not get in the way of it, to be a powerful co-creator and an excellent receiver. And that 
is exactly what I did. There was a time in my life when I would turn things down that cost $11 because I didn't have the money. I could not have even fathomed saying yes to something that cost an additional $11,000. It wasn't becoming someone who had money that changed things for me. It was owning that I am someone who is a powerful co-creator and receiver that changed my circumstances with money. The inner work always comes first and money follows. I'm so glad that I could share these with you today and that you could hear my voice and my passion. My intention and my commitment is that you can see and embody the worthiness inside of you. That whatever your big dream is this year, maybe it's something with a relationship or with your health and wellness or with your faith or with your purpose or with your career, that you can root into your worthiness so much that you can show up and take the necessary actions to have that. And what we know is that money is a resource. Money is a vehicle that opens us up to opportunities that support us in having the thing that we want. This is what Lisa and I are here for and what we are so passionate about. We would love to see you inside our Facebook group, Live Your Yes Life, to keep this conversation going. And I can't wait to hear what your dreams are and what you're choosing is possible for you today. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you soon.